0: What's your guilty pleasure? Me? I don't have one. You're listening to Guiltless Pleasures, an unapologetic pop podcast with Bobby Ace. Welcome back everyone to another week of Guiltless Pleasures. In the pop culture world, I'm very excited because I had a very fun week, or night I should say, with a pop icon. And... That person is Lady Gaga but before I go into that of course I have to go into this week's current guiltless pleasure and I have to be honest and say mine hands down this week is watching Pretty Little Liars. I am currently re-watching it and I forgot how much of a buzz that show gives me. It's like mm. like I watch it and it makes me like I don't know it makes me feel like I'm home like at night again, watching those episodes till four in the morning. I remember when I first ever watched the show, I was at you know I was dating this guy at the time, and he had a projector in his bedroom, and I was watching the show. He was asleep; he always fell asleep early, so I'd watch something else on my own, and I'd be up till like four a.m. watching it. One day, I had work the next day at eight a.m., and I still found myself up at eight a.m. Sorry, at four a.m. awake week watching it because I couldn't stop. I wanted to know who A was so bad and eventually I caught up to the last airing season and then I watched you know the 10 years forward version uh, when that was live as well. I've never watched The Perfectionists so maybe I'll get to that but HBO Max has Pretty Little Liars and I remember during quarantine I had actually wanted to watch this but I was like I can't watch it Because at the time, Max wasn't released, and they had pulled it from Netflix, they had pulled it from Hulu, and there was no way to stream it. So, I remembered after I finished all my shows. Let's see, I just finished watching Sex Life. Um, I've been watching... Oh, What else? I mean, obviously Housewives, I think it's on currently. There's another Netflix show I just finished. But, I can't think of it right now. But, yes, I have now a little bit more free time to watch something i've seen before and that is going to be pretty little liars for me so something random i want to do is i think i already know the answer but i am going on buzzfeed and i'm going to do the which pretty little liars member are you so the first question asks me what is your zodiac sign i'm obviously gonna click gemini because i'm a gemini which job appeals to you a lawyer a coach an author a fashion designer an english teacher or a barista see i think this is like so simple because it's like obviously if you do like a coach you're gonna be shay mitchell's character ashley benson you be fashion designer but of all of those i would definitely choose to be a fashion designer who would you want to date caleb rivers allison de Laurentiis, ezra fitz toby Kovanoff, emily fields jason de Laurentiis. Ooh. Caleb. I love Ezra though so much, but today I'm in a Caleb mood. All right, what's your interest? Swimming, horseback riding, making art, doing makeup, shopping, playing the piano. I'm going to click shopping. All right, just know I'm going to get Hannah, but here we go. All right, what's your worst trait? You're jealous, judgmental, insecure, reckless, timid, cruel. Hmm, I would say maybe judgmental oh judgmental what is your best trait are you fearless compassionate intelligent kind strong-willed or an overachiever i'm gonna put compassionate and then it's an option to pick shoes so it's like loafers blue ballet flats gold i call them eiffel tower shoes Um, tan boots, Nike shoes, or just white heels, I'm going to go with white heels. Okay, how would you describe your style? Preppy, rocker, trendy, girly, boho, or casual? I like to say that I'm trendy. And lastly, what is your Hogwarts house? Well, we know I'm a Slytherin. All right, it says, of course, you are Hannah Martin. Like Hannah, you're not afraid to speak your mind. You are known to always have a sarcastic remark ready, even in awkward situations. That is true. You're fierce, confident, not afraid to let everyone know it. So there we have it, everyone. As I could already have predicted, I am a Hannah Martin. All right, so well, that is it for this week's cutless pleasure of the week. Not like of the whole podcast, that'd be awkward. It'd be a very fast and short podcast. But no, now I'm going to go into an amazing time I had I got the opportunity to see the last showing There was is two nights only of one last time and it is a evening event with Lady Gaga and Tony Bennett Tony Bennett is 95 now it was his 95th birthday if you don't know Tony Bennett also has timers. so I originally was going to try to go to this concert with Iz and when the tickets had a pre-sale we saw that the cheapest tickets, like the Rosie of Mezzanine, were $300, and we just were not about that. And in my mind, I was like, you know what? I want to see if they get cheaper, like, day of. So on the 3rd, I was looking on Ticketmaster and StubHub, and they were going down, like, you know, $25, like, every 30 minutes or so is closer to showtime. So they dropped down, like, to $250 sometimes. Um, you know, so I was like, okay, well, I'm off the 5th, so I'll just kind of, you know, stand by on that. Additionally, uh, my boyfriend and I, I talked about in the past, um, have seen Brian Newman in concert, um, and they are friends, and from that we knew of an after party that was going to be happening um, at Fine and Rare, and that was going to be later on, like around 10.30 at night, and at this point, we were just going to do that and not see the concert. My... Mom, I will say also graciously, it was like, if you get to go because she really wanted me to go to this concert, like, I will, you know, even put $125 towards your ticket, which was very nice. Um, because I have my money set aside for BravoCon, you know, I usually have like money saved for like concerts and things like that, but I have like all mine waiting for BravoCon, which is in October, which I've talked to you guys about, I'm very excited for to actually happen. But yes, so then i was on the phone with my boyfriend and he was like, i can tell how much you want to go like um let me see if there's anything we can do and you know we tried a couple things didn't work out and then we went back to the table at this point it is like 6 30 pm the show is at 8 and he's like let's get tickets at 7 30 and meet me in front of radio city music hall at 7.45. of course i'm freaking out because i'm a person that needs something like guaranteed especially cause I'm like, this is the last night. It's not like we're trying to see Wicked and we can go the next day, like this is it. Like this is the only time this performance is ever happening again is the fifth, and which was that night. So I get texts at 7.30 from him. It says, we got tickets, we're in the orchestra. So I'm like ecstatic. I have already taken the subway to Radio City Music Hall and we get to the theater. And i mean like i'm smiling so big because i'm just absolutely so so excited to like get to go to this and we arrive and then they pouch our phones and then we go inside and kind of quickly learn that they are filming this for i think a streaming service so maybe you know like hbo max something like that you're going to be able to watch the final concert of tony bennett and lady gaga so during this experience we couldn't have our phones which is nice i don't use my phone anyways during performances because i believe it like takes you away from being in the moment and i'm definitely a person that believes in being in the moment especially when you're paying you know so much to see someone so the show starts and there's no intermission they say it's gonna be an hour and a half long this will be on television or on a streaming somewhere and the show starts and the first hour is just lady gaga and my favorite part that she did Was when she sang Livy and Rose and Bang Bang and New York, New York, which was the introduction to Tony coming on stage. And I will say, when Tony came on stage, it was kind of crazy because you have all these people standing up and, you know, screaming and going wild for this man. And it's like, first of all, it's like, I don't know if he even knows what's really happening, but it's like you see this legacy of a man like right before your eyes. Like 95 years, I mean, probably what? You know 75 of those years are you know performing giving the world your music and to think like that's just going to be it and to end that to me was crazy like I had like you know the hair standing up on my back just thinking about that and um he put on a good show I would say he performed for about 15 minutes and Lady Gaga even said in the show I'm going to sing a song to introduce Tony but he's not going to come out during the end of it like, I'm going to bring him out in his own special introduction. So you know, the curtain goes down after she sings New York, New York. And then the curtain comes up, like, about two minutes later. He's leaning against the piano. He sings his own single songs for about 15 minutes. Then Gaga comes out and she sings Lady is a Tramp with him and Anything Goes. And I believe they sang one more song. Then there was an encore afterwards of just... Um, tony by himself which was really cool to see and then afterwards you know got some merchandise i got a poster i got a shirt of course i wasn't planning on getting a poster but i just felt like when i saw that they had like numbers on them out of 750 that are printed i was like you know what maybe i'll get a poster so i did and i always impulsively buy merchandise but after that we headed to fine and rare for the after party and It was very crowded. I would say it only had like 75 people in it I think that's all that was allowed for this event. And a lot of it was people that were, you know, friends of, you know, the people in the band or the orchestra, like they were there as well. And their like personal friends and family were there. So cool crowd. Of course there was some fans as well because Brian had posted on, as it a story that there was gonna be an after show. Um, He normally plays at Fine and Rare every Saturday, so if you're ever in New York City and want to hear a great jazz performance, head to Fine and Rare for that performance with Brian Newman. But we got in, we ordered our drinks, they ended up being free because we waited over 45 minutes for those drinks to come in. But, of course, we got to see the one and only Lady Gaga come in and arrive to the bar, which was kind of like surreal. I will say it's funny because like this week I had actually saw Luann from Real Housewives of New York in front of Central Park and that made me like freak out like internally I was like screaming like shaking sweating from that and then after that I thought I'd be like you know more you know ecstatic when I saw Lady Gaga but I think because I knew she was going to be showing up it wasn't 100% but like I, we basically knew she would probably be there that I was, you know, more calm, and I filmed, like, a little video, like, of, like, with my camera on my knee, that way I wasn't, like, in her face. And, like, people came in, and as soon as she walked in, people, you know, some of the fans were, like, freaking out. You know, Gaga, you're so amazing, Gaga, you're beautiful all these things like that, um, which she was just like smiling, like nodding, just like kept going forward. And she joined her family and we got to watch the show for a bit. And then she got up because a fan got a little too crazy and personal um, in her space with her family. So she grabbed her family's hands and told people that she was gonna be leaving. So that was that, but the show obviously went on. We had people from SNL playing the piano. You had singers from Straight No Chaser, all kinds of talented people all joining. And singing and you know going on with the show and it was really cool to see so many talented people just interact and participate in a show like that it was a really fun opportunity and I got to go to my boyfriend's favorite place afterwards which is artichoke pizza Actually, so my boyfriend's favorite place to get pizza not his favorite place in the world but favorite place to get pizza and I got artichoke pizza which is so good and pepperoni pizza which had like this pepperonis that were like toasted so good like my favorite kind anyway and then we went to beauty bar and got a nightcap and went home but that night i felt like cinderella it was such an amazing night and i couldn't stop smiling the whole night it will definitely be one that i will not forget and i am just so grateful that i had the opportunity to even experience something like that And you know, as Lady Gaga says, there could be a 100 people in a room, and I was one of those 100 people in a room, uh, in her presence, and that alone was a cool thing just to be able to say in the future. I've seen her, you know, many times, like I saw the, um, the Born This Way ball, the Fame Monster tour, I've seen Enigma, I've seen Joanne, I saw Art Pop tour, so I love her and will continue to see her, and that was a really fun opportunity. So that is my main topic of this week. So now it's time to hop into this week's pop culture recap. So something I found very cringeworthy was Jamie Lynn Spears sharing an audio file of her crying to her three-year-old daughter and her three-year-old daughter in the background being like, it'll be okay, mom. It has to be okay, mom. Like, even if you're sad, like, why would you do that? That's so fucking weird to me. Like, I just, no, like, absolutely not that's beyond to me but speaking of beyond as one of my favorite people say cooking with paris has come out there is i believe six episodes i have watched all of them my favorites are definitely the episodes with kim kardashian saweetie and kathy and nikki hilton those three are my favorite episodes by far it's such a fun show to watch there's definitely some parts where i think she's still like you know giving a little persona going on but it's out of fun and I really, really, really enjoy the show. I think it's super camp. I love the music they play in the background. So does Ricky, my roommate, also the person who is on uh, Talladega Life, as you know. But um, we, I just I made him watch it with me because, or we watched the first episode with me, so I could see how he would react to seeing it. And it's just so camp, like the outfits and everything they're doing is just super, super cute. And I have been loving it. Also, this week. We had, you know, Selena Gomez get upset over people making jokes and shows about kidney transplants. Asha Tisdale joined in on that. I don't understand why that's a thing, really. I remember this happened a couple weeks ago. I talked about it. And when Save by the Bell had, you know, their new show, which actually I never have heard people's opinions on that. I actually need to watch that now that I think about it. I've never, yeah, I've never thought about it. Um, but yeah additionally we have a couple different things i'm kind of like all over the place like scattered i should mention this also paris Hilton had her screening party of her show with her celebrity friends it was really cute looking ever got kind of like cute little gift bags and all that stuff and when it comes into housewives time we have marie not marie She's mary cosby pleading not guilty to you know unlawfully providing shelter to runaways we know like in the show of Real Housewives of Salt Lake City that there's already been claims that like the money that she gets at her church isn't being used the right way and there's all kinds of different accusations and you have the thing going off Jen Shaw and her being the head of a telemarketing scheme. So it seems never-ending for these women in Salt Lake City. I have been keeping up with Real Housewives of Potomac, obviously. Sorry if you hear the traffic of New York City outside my apartment, it just is what it is. There's some honking going on outside. But in Real Housewives of Potomac, I have been enjoying Wendy a lot more this season. I think we're getting a lot more, you know, character or personality, I should say, out of her. And um, yeah, I kind of am siding more with Giselle over Karen Huger this season. And I have some exciting news that I'll be kind of out Real Housewives of Potomac next week in the um, pop culture recap or not the pop culture recap, our life recap, which is how I take a life with Ricky. And he will be involved in that, you know, Housewives of Potomac update. When it comes to Roni, we still have, you know, a lackluster season. There's some articles coming out about, you know, the newbie going on here. Let me open up one of those articles for you right now. We have it starting out saying Ebony drama tears Rony apart. Production halted as rift widens between castmates over star's shady past. But when you read this article, it gives like no examples, like no evidence of anything. But we knew that there was some issues with her law, or her, not her law, her lawyer's license, or the proper, you know, the proper verbiage. Of however, I'm saying that wrong was you know um, brought up a couple weeks ago in the news. So interested to see what's gonna come with that I did see someone bring up a good point that Leah may be annoying this season but she has really involved like her personal drama where like you know Sonia Ramona and Luann really haven't as much you see the struggles of her daughter you know her ex-husband and then co-parenting and you know losing her family members so I will give her that that she does give the show her all and her everything and this week on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, we kind of learned from behind the scenes that there is something going on um, with production and Erica because apparently Erica telling Garcelle and, you know, Crystal that Tom sometimes still calls her was when their mics were hot and they used a scene of their backs to play that audio on at a time when the girls didn't know that the audio was being recorded. Now, what made Erica upset that, you know, Garcelle's asking about later on the episode and bringing it up in front of the whole group is that apparently she had said three different times to not bring the conversation up, but Garcelle was apparently told by production to bring it up on camera. And when Garcelle did that, that's when... know Erica actually was really upset by what Garcelle done that's what she says like you betrayed my trust and all those things and that's why she goes to the bathroom that's why she's crying about her trust being betrayed by Garcelle for bringing something like that up and we also know that we had Lisa Renna share and it's a story saying that they wished that they didn't crop out the scene of the producer and Erica getting in a fight over this incident and she said that in that instagram story post that she shared her opinion about that that she will be getting in trouble for sharing that opinion as well so you know lisa renna can't keep those lips closed but we do love her for that i mean i do and a lot of people do not like lisa renna but i love lisa renna i think she brings so much to the show and yeah going along in that we had Kanye west doing you know a little concert kind of thing Majig and Kim and all the kids were in attendance so that was super sweet to see that they're still able to you know get along and all that we know that Britney Spears was able to now get her first iPad finally so good for her we're so proud of you on getting your first iPad Britney and let's see Shawn Mendes turned 23 today which makes me feel like crazy because I remember seeing him before he was 18 in concert so like i've grown up with him in his time in the music industry let's see let's see i'm trying to think about anything else to bring up for you guys this week on our pop culture recap but i think that's gonna be mainly it for this week so make sure you tune in next week for talladega life our life updates in new york city with my good friend ricky and my roommate i should say on talladega life all right that's it for Gitless pleasures and everyone stay Gitless.